That's a very nice one from Brakayode Akojeno, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the answer. Whatever you may be going through, whatever may be happening to you as in making you to feel so low, you are not too happy, the Lord is saying, I'm always with you. Cheer up is able to turn every adversity in your situation in your life to advantages in Jesus' name. Amen. So my dear listeners, dear, please put your trust in God. Put all your hope in Him. He never fails. What you are going through is just a time of perfection, not as if God has forgotten you. And great will be your testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. So my dear listeners out there, I congratulate you for being part of this program tonight. This is your favorite program, Kingdom Life, coming to you from your inspirational station, Echo 89.7 FM. This program comes up on the air from 8.05 to 8.35 every Sunday evening. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Light Christian Center, popularly known as Praise Arena. Great to be your testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Jumi Adeto Esho Lagunju, your minister on this program. With me in the studio tonight are my co-presenters. They are Sister Onyinda Mola, a young adult. She's a teenager. Onyinda Mola, you are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listener. Thank you very much. With me as well is Oluwato Missing. Oluwato Missing is on holiday. He's out there in the North America in the university. So he's on holiday with Oluwato Missing. You are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listener. Thank you very much. Uh, with me as well is Sister Oluwa Fumilayo. You are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listener. Thank you very much. My dear listener out there, in the previous episode, we have been looking at a series of messages on blessings of honoring fathers and mothers. And we use the opportunity to provide background on what is being done all over the world, observing a day uh, for mother, another day for father. And even some churches, they have what is referred to as mothering days. And now people just limit this to one day celebration. Only what the Lord commanded and the instruction he gave us on making it to be what we'll be keeping on daily basis. No, not just the issue of a day being observed as a program, but if a way of life of honoring our parents, respecting them in courtesy and beyond that, having gift, a kind of support for them that you used to take care of them periodically. That is the word honor used in the scripture. The origin of the observance of all those days that is being marked all over the world, like the Father's Day, the Mother's Day, was not tied to what is written in the book of Deuteronomy, the book of Matthew, or what is recorded in the book of Mark. And we have Oluwato missing to read with us for us to be able to understand what is stated in the scripture. And Onyinda Mola will take us a little bit to the background of where the instruction comes from. I will ask Onyinda Mola to read from the book of Deuteronomy chapter 5. There you will see the express instruction from the word of God on what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to honor our parents. And with the special promise, a reward for obedience, a reward for obeying his word, that Lord is saying you will live long here on earth and it will be well within whatever you are doing. Wenda Mola, you can go ahead, please. Verse 16. Honor your father and mother as the Lord your God commanded you. Then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Thank you. He said you will live a long, full life. Not living long in miserable. Living a miserable life. The Lord is saying you will live long, a full life, fulfilled life. And that's what the Lord is telling you and I. Somebody might say it is the Old Testament. All things have passed away. Things are new now. Wonderful. I'm happy at Lord Jesus Christ. Himself, the word of God personified. is the one that retreated this in the book of Matthew chapter 15. When the priests, the first teachers at that time, 
confused the people and made them to deviate from the instruction from the word of God for them not to be keeping that special instruction of giving something to your parents every week, every month, whichever way is applicable to take good care of them at older age. Amazing. How many of us are doing it today? This is a strict instruction from the word of God, based on the word of God, and for you and I to apply and make it to be things we pass down to our children. I know the catch there. If you don't take care of your own parents now, the children are watching. It's going to be what goes round comes round. Continue reading. Matthew 15 verses 4 to 9. For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and your mother, and he who causes father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, whoever says to his father or mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God. Verse 6. Then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus, you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites. Well, did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, Those people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Thank you very much. Our Lord Jesus Christ retreated there, referring to those four teachers and said, You hypocrites, you are teaching the people the commandment of men, instead of teaching them the instruction from God. It now reminded them, our Lord Jesus Christ reminded them, that God made Moses to deliver this message to them. Honor your father and your mother. But you went round, you first teachers, you told them, whatever help you would have received from me, that's what you tell the parents, whatever help you would have received from me is Coban. It's a gift that I'm giving to God. And they diverted everything the people supposed to be giving their parents, and they diverted it to the temple. And just like the way people will be saying, in local Yoruba proverb, just bring all the money to the house of God. Don't worry about your parents. Don't worry. Bring all their gift to me. And that was the literary translation. He's not saying you shouldn't give what you need to give as in support for the work of God. The Lord is saying, don't do it. No, he's not stopping you from doing it. He's saying what you need to give to your parents should be marked specially and should be consistent. Unfortunately, the priests at that time, because they wanted to enrich themselves, they distracted the children, they confused them for selfish gain and made them to neglect that key aspect that Lord gave them with a special promise of longevity that will be well with them. The Lord is reminding you and I today on the need for us to connect to this, on the need for us to do this with all seriousness and with all commitment. The word honor there is used in two different ways in the scripture, depending on the condition what's being referred to. Honor that is used for a little child or somebody that's not yet up to the age of providing for the parent dwells mostly on respect, courtesy, and sense of service to your parent, respecting to your parent. And when you fail to do it, in addition to the honor of giving literally to the parent, it's referred to as you have cursed the parent. That's the word that is used there. You have cursed the parent. So the Lord is demanding you and I tonight, honor your father and your mother. So as I was explaining, the honor for the child, the little child, means respect, courtesy, sense of service. That is where today, in some part of the world, where people stop. But the key aspect of the honor at adulthood, from age 21 or age 18, depending on when the child starts, Fending for himself or herself, he or she is expected to include either weekly or monthly support to the parent in obedience to the word of God, with a promise that it will be well with them, it will be well with you, it will be well with me. When we do this in supporting our parents, and we will live long. You probably want to look at how, why, 
is the lifespan in so many countries in the world is very short. I'm not saying this is the only factor, but maybe this is part of the factors of why we are having challenges in some countries where the life expectancy is less than 52 years. And I was trying to do a private study, a correlation of countries where they observed this word of God, they instituted a process whereby the elderly people are taken care of, children are made to think of what they can do to support their parents, and even the country put processes in place to look at parents that are not able to fend for themselves, they are going to old people's home, and they support whatever they need, they will use, apart from what they have saved personally, they support them to live a quality life at older age. When I did the correlation, Countries like that have longer lifespan. You start looking at life expectancy of 72 to 82 years of age in terms of life expectancy. Unfortunately, countries in the world where the word of God instruction in the word of God has been dropped, the life expectancy ranges from 42 years to about 52 years. Some, well, maybe they are doing a bit fairly okay, close to 60 years. But that is not the promise of God for us. When God said, our lifespan, our life here on earth will be six scores. That's 120 years. And in terms of agility for you to be very strong is 70 years. So my dear listener out there, the Lord is saying, when you follow my instruction, you are doing more favor to yourself than the favor we are doing to God. Traditional support to the older people, to the aged people, has been institutionalized for so many places in the world. Parental care for children, bonding and transfer of such knowledge to the children is something that so many parts in the world, they have been able to institutionalize. That's why when you see them observing the Father's Day or the Mother's Day, you see children all coming around to see what they could do to make the elderly one happy. And as those children are doing it, they are going with the grandchildren as well. And by the time those children who honor their parents are getting older, the younger children are connecting to it. So you have continuity of faith and a practice with great virtues, great value system out there. But the question for you and I is this, where are you? Where am I in connection to this word of God in honoring our parents? If you have not been doing it in the past, it is better late than never. Start it now. See what you can do. And you know the funniest thing is this, at older age, apart from where the medical issues may come in, at older age, you need less to support your parents in terms of what they eat, what they use, than the time they were younger. And another aspect tonight which we will touch on is, maybe somebody is saying, Pastor, you may not know what I've gone through in the hand of my parents. My parents did something to me. And based on what my parents did to me, there's no way I can go ahead and do this. Well, for your information, when God gave the instructions, which people normally refer to as the commandment. When he gave the instruction in the scripture, he did not put a clause there that you should only honor your father or your mother if they were good to you when you were young. The Lord is saying, you did not create yourself. I created you. You did not put yourself in the womb of your mom or your dad, in whichever way it is. You did not do that one. I was the one that did it. Now you can reason out to say your father offended you or, the, or your mother offended you. Could you have reasoned like that when you were one day old, eight days old, two years old, up to the time you are even a young adult? Now you can reason and you have forgotten the time you are totally oblivious, you are totally unaware, unconscious of what happens around you. That is the reason why whatever the parent might have done against you, that has hurt you, that made you feel so bad, it is not a tenable reason, a tenable excuse before God for you not to follow his instruction. It's when you grow old 
that you can now reason that you could pick a point that your parent did something wrong against you. There's no way you could have done it when you were little. And the Lord is reminding you and I, you do not have any reason, no excuse, no room for vengeance for you to say, I will not obey the word of God. My dear listener out there, are you connecting to this? Are you looking at what area you have left undone? Things you have left undone in taking care of your aged people, of your older people. You know, there's a very common practice in this part of the world, in Africa here. It may not be applicable all over the world in other parts of the continent where people are listening to us. But in this part of the world, we spend heavily when parents die. Either father or mother or somebody that is a guy there, we spend every day for funeral to take care of them. But you know the irony of it is this. If those parents had benefited up to one-tenth or one-hundredth part of what was used at the funeral, maybe they would have lived longer. Maybe they would have lived a quality life. Maybe they would have lived a life that they would be praying every day till the time they go to the grave. I'm not saying we should not do funeral service. I'm not saying we should not do every celebration where we want to remember the deceased, elderly people. I'm not saying we shouldn't do it, but we should deviate from misplaced priority. When I go out for function, I'm not saying I did it because I'm one of the people that will point out first what I need to do when my parents are alive than to be doing things when they are dead. I've attended events whereby it is when they are going to bury the parents that the road to the house where the parents were living will be graded. Some will even spend so much money to tie the road. Now, the next thing people will do is they will go and paint the house, introduce what you call WC, modern system for conveniences in the home. They will even put electricity, the everything that has been moribund before, they will bring it back so that their friends will come and see a presentable home where their dad never saw when he was alive or where their mom never witnessed or experienced when she was alive. Now, because of our guests coming, we spend so much money to put those things in place. Imagine this. If you have made those places to look beautiful when those parents are alive, see the prayer they would have been offering. They would have been saying, thank you for making me to see this before I die. Unfortunately, this is misplaced priority. The elderly people are abandoned in this part of the world. Unfortunately, again, instead of doing this one, the next thing that happened because somebody that is going senile, is not able to reason well, is suffering from malnutrition, and when such a person now has depression, he comes out, they will say he's a witch or a wizard who will stone such a person to death again. I mean, imagine what we do. The Lord is saying, my instruction is honor your father and your mother, that your life here on earth may be prolonged, and it will be well with you in whatever you are doing. Maybe when we follow these instructions, and many of them in this kitchen, we don't need to be wasting so much time on IVG. We are praying for me to be well. We are praying for me to do this one. When God will be looking at you and saying, what if you have followed my instruction? What if you have done all these things? All the answers you are praying for, day and night, they are provided for you. Please don't misquote me. I'm not saying people should not go for prayer meeting. I'm not saying we should not go for NIVG. I'm just giving examples on a lot of misplaced priority. What we need to do. This is the first commandment in the word of God with a promise. I want us to read it again. In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 5, I want us to read it from New King James. There you will see what is stated because in that version that we need that Mola read, he said your life will be fully lived. You might not be able to connect to that many effectively in Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 16, but you are looking at something that is, even let me make it a bit more simplified. It's still the same word, but let's look at it together. You continue reading, please. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, that your days 
may be long and that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Thank you that it may be well with you. And the well with you means a total package in good health, in provision, in happiness, in everything you are believing God for that will make you to live a full life. Like when Damala read in our own version, a full life. The Lord is saying, this is my promise for you. God is saying no room for vengeance or paying back negative things the parents might have done to you. God did not put a clause in the commandment or a clause for you to say, except for this reason, you should not honor your father or your mother. God is saying, irrespective of what your parents did to you years back, set apart some money, set apart some resources, set apart some things you will use to take care of them. And see what I will do in return for you. That is what the Lord has said. In some part of the world, this is what they do. They have old people's home. And as people are getting older, as they are working, there is some money they would have saved to take care of their latter end. However, if they do not have enough to give them the kind of quality life they are supposed to live at older age, the government will substitute it. I mean, the local authority, the local council out there will substitute it from part of what has been here marked from taxes from people. And at that older age again, when they are supposed to be taking their pension out there, it is made to be seamless, stress-free, because at that older age, they will not have enough strength to struggle for things that are supposed to be dropped on their lap. Are you following what I'm saying? I'm looking at the idea thing we're supposed to be doing in terms of governance, taking care of the young, taking care of the old. All things that are done well in some parts of the world, they are taken from the scripture. They are taken from the Bible. And the Lord is reminding you and I, much as we are not here to criticize a government, it's addressing you as an individual. It's addressing me as an individual. Let me do what is expected of me. Let the next person do what is expected of him or her. And by the time we start looking at that, the society is becoming what it's supposed to be. And peradventure, you are there today. You are connecting to the right source, the right understanding based on the word of God. You find yourself in a position of authority. You should be the change you are expecting the society. Change your own life force and you will see the society changing. There you see out there, people are in old people's home. And those that are not in old people's home, that are taken care of by their children, these are things they invest for the great blessings that is coming from God. Another part that really fascinates me so much is as the children are in the secondary school, they are already being in community service that will gear them towards what to do to take care of the elderly people. I remember uh, not quite long, a colleague of mine that was telling me about where the children were made to do their community service. Here in Nigeria, a school do a foreign-owned school. Here in Nigeria, eh, and those children at the primary school, like our own primary six, and the lower level in the secondary school, were made to do community service in old people's home, somewhere within the country eh. And as those children are doing it, you know what? They are connecting them to the scriptural practice of what it is to remember people out there, to remember the elderly people. By the time those children grow up, you know what they are going to become? They are going to be parents that will have children, their own children taking good care of them. But the issue is this, my dear brother, can you give what you don't have? How well are we hearing this message from our churches? How well are we hearing this being done and being institutionalized in the society? That is why the Lord is using this ministry, Kingdom Light Christian Center, Praise Arena, to bring these practical applications of Bible principles to you. To you and I, it's not a matter of passing the book to somebody else, saying it's meant for you, it's meant for the other person, it is meant for me. It is meant for you as a person hearing the message tonight. If you have been doing it in the past, you have been taking care of your parents, commendation for you. 
kudos to you. God will continue to bless you. You will live long here on earth. It will prosper you beyond expectation and it will be well with you in whatever you are doing. And if you are there, you are yet to do it. The Lord is saying, it is never too late. You are hearing it tonight, go back. If they are offended during the past, forgive them. After all, even according to the word of God, you are not supposed to keep any anger or any annoyance overnight. You don't even have any justification to point to what was done years back. The Lord is saying, go ahead, relate with your parents, and as you do so in obeying the word of God, God will, in a miraculous way, prosper you in Jesus' name. Amen. And as you are doing this, your children are watching you. What you do is what you will reap in future. Your children will turn around to do the same thing. So honoring your father or your mother goes beyond just one day event of Father's Day or Mother's Day. It is every day event that Lord says, teach this diligently to your children. Let them observe you doing as they are observing you doing it. It's going to be what they will pass on to their children and great will be your testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can link us on our email address, kingdomlifefamily at yahoo.com. Or through our producer, Taiwo Omoshule, Eko 89.7 FM, Latif Jakondewe, Agidingbi, Ikeja. A sound engineer on this program has been Sonayon Joseph. Remain blessed. Thank you very much, my dear listener out there. I want to plead with you. Let others see Christ in you in whatever you are doing. As we always say on this program, Christianity is not just a religion. It's a way of life. I'm Jumi Adeto Lagunju. Be part of this program every Sunday evening by 8.05. Remain blessed. Righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. Everybody sing righteousness.